see someone walking down the street in their pajamas, you're, normally you'd be like, what is wrong with that person? But now you're just like, good for you. Just like, yes, we're going through this. Do you focus on you? But there's something very comforting. Uh, in, and it's hard to be comforting in these times, but there's something to be said and comforting over the fact that we're not alone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Confessions of an Actress. I'm your host, Meredith Patterson. And today, I have my agent, Todd Eskin, from ATV Talent, who is my guest. And we're going to talk about uh, coronavirus. We are going to really dive into a lot of what this is doing to our industry, what this is doing to us personally, um, mentally, and just kind of check in. So I hope everybody is okay out there. I know that a lot of people aren't. I know that a lot of people are suffering and there's a lot of pain in the world and I'm trying everything I can to make every day something that um, ends on a positive note. So in this episode, I try to do the same and I hope that this can be some kind of um, comfort for you to listen to, uh, to connect. You know, I know that, um, and I say this in the episode, our job is to bring everybody, take everybody away from what's happening in their life. But because we are all experiencing everything that's happening, it's kind of hard to get away from it. It's hard to have that escapism into entertainment, but you do still have it. You know, you have your film and television, your books, your um, music, and there's ways to escape. And that is my, um, my hope for everybody is that they're giving themselves time every day to escape. And this episode is not an escape. It is a dive in. It is us talking about coronavirus and what it's doing to our world. And it's hard because I've never done an episode like this. And this is my agent. He's an incredible person. I, I adore him. I, you know, he's a new agent for me. We haven't done many deals together, but we've talked quite a bit. And I just, I just think he's awesome. And I wanted to have him on this show for so long but I wanted to talk to him about his business and, and the business of entertainment and in a obviously in a what projects are bubbling and pilot season and all that stuff that seems kind of trivial right now. But I'm going to have him on again when all of this is over. And I do believe, even though I might be naive saying this, but I do believe that we will come out of all of this um, better and we will survive all of this. I don't know how, but, I, you know, I don't think any of us do. So with all of that said, sit back and enjoy this talk with my incredible agent, Todd M. Eskin. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing as well as, as everybody else, I guess. It's such a, uh, it's. I, I actually was just talking to a friend about this. Like, I can pretend everything's normal and fine until I turn on the television, and I kind of I, I try not to watch the news at all. Yeah. Because I don't want to. Not that I don't want to know. It's just that it it sends me into this like panic a little bit and anxiety and all that stuff and and. Uh, it's just, I, I don't know, like, it's really day-to-day. -day. How are you? Um, you know, getting by, trying to figure things out one day at a time. And, um, you know, it's, uh, uh, my child is in LAUSD. Uh, okay. So things are not as, um, not as put together. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know what the rating of your podcast is, but it's, it's been a bit of a mess. Um, yeah. It's, uh we're now in spring break and I'm kind of wondering 
why we're in spring break when we have three <laughs> weeks out of school and now we're going into spring break. Um, oh, so are you not supposed to homeschool them no, right now? Okay. Anything for us during this week. This week is they, they're like, no, 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 take your break this week. And I'm like, I've had a break. <laughs> I, I want you, we've not done any sort of distance learning whatsoever. Okay. It's the beginning of the week, the teacher sends home, but basically a packet of what typically was homework and some websites to go, you know, look at. And I'm like, I don't, I'm also, I'm trying to save my business right now. I don't have yeah. time for that. You know, I got a laptop for her to use, but she's done not one face-to-face learning thing through it. Yeah. Um, it's it's a bit frustrating. And, you know... It's uh, such a foreign thing to these um, school districts, too. Like, and, and, and people trying to work from home, like, who actually are still working from home. Like, I, the balance of it all is just all whacked out, as far as I'm feeling. I would agree. But then the other part of me is a little like, it is 2020. <laughs> exactly. I have been... I, no, granted, I wish I had invested in Zoom, like three years ago when oh I was using it and yeah. everyone's like, what is this thing you're using? Um, but, and they're making a killing right now. <laughs> yeah. But, but actually I, I, my wife's company uses them for this massive event they're doing right now. They used to use them otherwise too, but so they're on the, the high end of, of zoom stuff and those guys are just trying to keep up. Like, yeah. like they, they don't know what hit them, you know? Oh my God, of course. But I just, I I feel like we could have done better. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I think the first the first fear of of this type of thing happening was um how are we gonna feed the kids who depend on school to eat. Yes, exactly. And that is incredibly important and should be the first thing that we try to figure out. Yeah. But you figured it out and they're doing a great job of it too. Yeah. Um, like those, those centers are amazing, but you, you couldn't have then figured out distant learning. Like I don't, why yeah. I, I within hours was able to get my zoom to be even bigger. I'm using stream feed to do cabarets. I'm doing like, you know, when, when you asked the teacher, he said, Hey, come by the school and pick up this packet for your kid. And I was like, no, <laughs> No, I'm not not coming by the school. And he's like, I was like, can you scan it? And he goes, no, I can't scan it. Unfortunately, I don't have a scanner. And I was like, you can't go to the school and scan it, but you want the entire classroom of kids' parents to come to the school. That doesn't make sense, number one. Number two, again, it's 2020. I can give you 16 different free scanning softwares that you can use for your phone. Yeah. You could have sent this stuff to us. It just doesn't seem like we're 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 doing it right like and i feel like it's a little like it's really archaic like for the school systems to not have any you know like like they still ask people to fax stuff and scan stuff and you're like no we don't need to do that anymore let's go let's all come to the you know to this century and figure it out here is once spring break is over for LAUSD they're going to have a lot of things ready to go for us and i'm like okay cool you you bet i'm going to be sitting on the edge of my seat you know, wondering what, how it looks at the end. Yeah. Um, because this is just nuts. And I kind of, and, 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 and to, to your point, I'm, I totally agree with you, but I also think that like, I feel like everybody's just been hit with so many things at once. And like all these people who are in the, the school districts and the food pantries and the grocery stores and the hospitals are all just not, it, it's like a wave has hit them of, so much, um, you know, so much need and so much, uh, you know, so many customers and so much, so many patients and all these things that are coming to them that they're just not prepared for. And it's a total different side of what I'm experiencing and maybe you're experiencing because I'm sitting at home and I don't have that panic. I don't have that, those massive people coming in and I'm not working. And so there's a, I feel like within this pandemic, there's so many different levels um, of anxiety or frustration or stress. Agreed. And I also don't think not to turn any of this, I won't let this go political for you and I promise. Yeah, it's okay. I don't, I don't think we've been led properly. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that could have been way better. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I think of the millions of people that could have 
led us into this better. Yeah. I could have, I mean, if this had happened eight years ago, oh my goodness. Yeah. I think we were, first of all, I think we would have passed the peak. I think things would have been, no, granted, I could be totally wrong. I'm sorry, I could be wrong. But there is there is something to be said for for leadership and and transparency and people actually, um, you know, taking this seriously and all those things that that I I agree with you. And there is no way to know what it would have been like eight years ago or how this would have panned out. But it's not being um, we are not being led in a in a good way, regardless of of what you feel politically. I think that. You, you can't really argue that, that, that it wasn't, um, the, the seriousness of what this is was not addressed early enough. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and now we're, we're playing catch up, yeah. you know, and that's, that's just horrifying, you know, and we, we're still playing catch up. We still have states that are, you know, not social distancing that are not stay at home that are not and 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 they're the ones that are just going to keep this going and we have to just like you know buckle down and and just let it ride itself out you know yeah um because i mean this can go and 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 business wise you know i was even having a conversation with my wife it's you know i don't it's going to be six to eight months before i can start to see my business anywhere close to where it needs to be again. You know, I know. It's just, you know, the, you know, the repercussions and 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 how the entertainment industry is going to handle this. It, it's we're so on uncharted ground, and I hate that expression, but it's like, it, you know, yeah. Are we gonna? I, I mean, I know I'm not. The day that we say, okay, guys, we're cool, go out. I'm not going to run out to a movie theater and sit in a movie of 400 of my closest strangers and just sit there and be like, everything's going to be fine. You know, yeah. They're not going to be running to the theaters. Well, I think they're going to, I think, you know, on the film and television side and the, the Netflix and the streaming side and Hulu and all these, you know, Disney plus and all these, all these streaming services that we have, I think they're going to quickly figure out how to, you know, watch a new movie, a new release from home, which I think has been coming anyway, but this is, you know, this is fast forwarding it. They've definitely been playing with that and it gets struck down, you know, one of those things where everyone's like, no, 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 we're not ready for that tiger because settle down. And now, (laughs) oh, yes, we are. Uh, Yeah. Actually, if they could, if they could release release a movie that was intended for release right now like this, they would. I mean, look at Tiger King for goodness' sake. I know. You know. I mean, I still think it would have been huge, but it went from zero to a hundred within days. Yeah. Taken weeks, months for people to all catch on to that that trend. But we're all sitting home, you know, and we're all, you know, I can't. Even today, in our office hours, I I jumped on and said, "Hey guys, who who watch?" I'm watching Ozark, and everyone's like, oh, oh, yeah, did you do that? Like, we're spreading it way faster. So I think we are opening up a completely new world in our industry. Yeah. Um, and we're, But no matter what, people are going to be itching to get out of the house. But I don't know that the smart people will, are probably going to be a little bit more hesitant on where they go. Yeah, exactly. I think that, that, that the... Um, you know, the streaming side and the, the film and television side and that content, I think, is going to definitely have a boom in terms of um, innovation and things that they can do now with that. But I think in terms of live theater and concerts and cruise ships and, you know, I mean, all of, um, uh, uh, you know, the the theme parks, that is something that I, I mean, I don't think it's ever going to go away because that communal aspect of sitting in a theater and, and all experiencing something together and the live performance, I've never thought is going to go away, but it's going to change. It is changing a lot. It will, definite, it will definitely change. And I think it's going to be, you know, granted, we are we don't learn from our mistakes and we many people forget very quickly. Yeah. Um, so. I think there's a chance that a lot of people are just going to rush back to things and and forget about this time, but there are the others that are going to be hesitant. And I'm not saying be on the, you know, doomsday end of the spectrum, but you still have to be smart about things, you know? Yeah, you do. And, you know, again, I, I, I won't, you know, I have a Disney pass. I'm not going to run to the park the day they tell me I can. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be like, okay, wait, have we really dropped the curb? Like, what is, what is the, what's sort of happening with that? So it's, we're in a very, a whole new world of stuff, 
you know, right now. And it's, it's, it's scary. It's scary. Um, but I mean, we just got to kind of hold on and, and ride it out. Yeah. I mean, I, and you know, and, and, and going back to your business and being the head of an agency that's, um, you know, uh, Los Angeles, New York, Las Vegas, and I mean, all of the things that you oversee with the agency, like, I remember us talking uh, regarding a deal with me for the summer and you were on the phone and you were like, really, uh, this was like the, the, the tip of the iceberg in terms of COVID-19 and coronavirus and all of the, what this was. And I think it was like the next day that Broadway shut down. And I remember you saying in the, in our conversation, like, like, I'm afraid that, that all of this is going to, like, everything's going to shut down. And I was like, no, it's not. Like, that's not going to happen. And I remember being, like, so like, positive and Pollyanna and you kind of being like, no, 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 I think it's all going to shut down. And, like, you predicted it and I watched it happen. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're this is crazy. Um, but take me through kind of what you're doing now with the agency and what um, – you know, it just, I guess not, not line by line, how, how things are sort of, um, unfolding with the agency, but, but now, you know, on a positive and a negative side of it, but what, what you're doing to keep things up and running and what happened to your clients? Yeah. I mean, there's, I feel like right now we're working harder than we ever have. Um, and that's just kind of to stay alive. Um, not necessarily for any payoff. Yeah. Um, mostly because there isn't any. I mean, um, what used to be, you know, large income days for the agency have turned into zero. Um, and that's just everything has stopped. Um, literally just stopped on a dime. And, you know, the unions for some of the union projects have tried to negotiate deals that have been somewhat lucrative, uh, at least to keep people going for a little bit. Um, but in the end, you know, it's, uh, everyone's trying to adjust, you know, theaters are, um, saying, okay, we're going to postpone this show. We're going to postpone it a month. We're going to postpone it two months. Some theaters are just saying no altogether. They're just yeah. doing projects. They've, they're canceling them. Um, uh, Sacramento music circus just took their entire season and said, okay, we're not doing a season this year. We're going to do it in 2021. That's it. It's canceled. Oh, wow. Um, you know, and, and that's sort of what's happening. So we're trying to adjust to that to clients who had contracts, who were on contracts, figuring out what's going to happen with that contract, interpreting that contract for them. Um, you know, we have a lot of clients who are that on cruise ships, um, figuring that out. We just had clients who just got off a ship yesterday because they've been sailing from port to port and not been able to get off the ship nobody was letting them um and they they had no cases of it on the ship at the time they just were not being let off the ships yeah ports so figuring those contracts out how we're getting them home how we're getting you know and and working with also these producers as well because you know nobody saw this coming a month ago you know to, to put disney in, in 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 the line disney made an announcement okay everybody we're 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 closing things we're closing the parks this has to be i don't know i can't quote it but it has to be the longest all the parks have been closed in history like that just oh absolutely i, I know there were a day you know i used to work for disney in florida for 16 years and i know there was a day here or there because of a hurricane and they made a huge deal that it was closing we have now been closed for weeks so but they made this huge announcement okay everybody we're 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 closing everything, but we're going to pay all our salaries. We're going to, you know, we're going to keep everybody employed. We're going to get through this. And then even a company like that, as the clock keeps ticking, mm -hmm. they, they, they can't hold that for that long. You yeah. Know, started with, you know, furloughing some people. They, 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 first they really started with the, the executives taking a pay cut, you know, to show we tried up at the top. We even tried up here to like make it better. So now we're trickling down. Um, but even they're like, okay, we, we don't have any other choices. Like we have to do this and we have to do that. So we're working with those people, working with the, the theaters that are postponing things. But, you know, if you're listening on the news to anything that says we, this is the day we're going back to normal, 
it, these are these are arbitrary numbers. They're arbitrary dates. They mean nothing. Yeah. People just spouting stuff out. We don't understand. We found out yesterday that tigers at the Bronx Zoo have the as COVID nineteen. Like, I know. I heard that. I was like, wait a minute. I guess now it's animals can get it. We don't understand <laughs> this thing at all. Yeah. So we cannot. So we have to work with those producers on trying to interpret what's going on and trying to make this granted our number one our number one priority is to protect the actor um but also at the same time if if a company just goes up belly up which we're going to see theaters and production companies disappear yeah we're going to see agencies disappear you know there's no way to save it there's no amount of trillions of dollars the government can put forth that are going to save everybody so we're working together with people to hopefully reschedule we are doing a lot of um there's been a lot of tape requests a lot of tape requests um a lot uh a lot of theaters and 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 production television film commercials are are doing video auditions but you know we did a video audition for a large theater um uh, I don't even remember where it was, like Pennsylvania, and we had about 45 people that were asked to put stuff on tape, and they were doing it, and we were uploading the tapes and doing all this stuff, and just at the end of it, the theater said, okay, never mind, we're canceling the show. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, and that's, yeah. It's tough. It's tough, and 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 those of us who have been in the industry over twenty years, like we know that that happens in a normal landscape. Sometimes right. there is there is this up and down, but in terms of the the business now, it's like this has been this is just nothing that we've ever no one has ever experienced this. You know, we I I, I kind of in in talking to one of my actor friends, like I've had the experience of losing my job like out of nowhere. You know, of having a show canceled or something like that. Um, but it's not, it's not at all the same. And I, I know that I've, I'm, I'm actually watching commercials in a different way. Now I'm watching like streaming stuff and I'm, I'm like, when is, when is the backlog of these episodes going to go away? Right. When is what, then what's going to happen? Because if there's no more content for people to watch, like, is it going to be FaceTime? Like I watched, you know, um, I love the show Bill Maher and I watched that and he was like FaceTiming from his backyard and I'm like, okay, this works. But, uh, but it, it, it is a strange, it's a strange thing to observe, um, even just the film and television side of it. But back to your point about the theme parks and Disneyland and that big ginormous company not being able to sustain this for very long, um, it also, it's made me think of when when everything's open up opened up again. These people who go to these shows or go to these theme parks, they don't have money to spend anymore. Yes. So we need customers. It's like it's not just the fact that we are now open and we're performing. Who's going to come to see the show? Who's going to pay a hundred dollars or four hundred dollars a seat to go see a Broadway show anymore? Right, and you also think about the the many of the regional theaters, and this is you know I I'm originally from sometimes I don't like to admit it, but I'm originally from Florida. And there's a lot of really great regional theaters within Florida. And what's happening to those theaters are, um, unfortunately, they're they're losing their clientele because they're either getting, sadly, that's more of a more mature clientele. Yeah. Getting sick, they've lost money and they can't afford to go. Um, the other thing is your donors, because most of these theaters do not, do not survive on ticket sales alone. Oh, they're on a shoestring budget anyway, like in regular times. Right, but even the rich ones who have millions of dollars are losing money. They're just hemorrhaging through the stock market. So they're not going to be as giving as as humanly possible. Yeah. I mean, if you look at even like what what's happening with the, the Actors Fund and all these things and Seth Rudetsky, who's trying every day to raise money, and this is amazing, but... Usually we would have made millions of dollars by this point. I mean, mm-hmm. even Broadway Cares Equity Fights Aid, this was the this was the drive time. And so they're missing all of this income that they could have made. And the people that normally would give it, they don't have it to give. Or they're gonna hold on to it. Like it's right. the ripple effect we haven't we it goes really deep and it's yes. in it and it's we don't really know the effects of it because it's never been something we've experienced right. in any industry. And Especially, it feels like, um, 
you know, I, I was in New York working, uh, in 42nd street during nine 11. And I, I, I always go back to that because it's the only, only other time I felt slightly this way in terms of like how insignificant the business feels to me. Like I don't feel important. Like I'm not, I'm not a, a nurse, a doctor. I'm not, um, emergency services, if you will. But what, what it did to me back then was it, you know, it was very quickly that we were back on stage, um, and back in, in performances, but although nobody was coming to really see us, but what happened was we became the USO shows. We became the shows that brought people away from all of this. And that was what my purpose became. And it kind of, it shifted everything for me. And I still feel that way even more so now with the business, but I'm scared that we're not going to have that chance. I'm talking about the stage performers. Right, absolutely. And, and that's the, the, you know, the difference between a, Nine Eleven absolutely affected us all. Like it affected the world, um, but not in the same way at all. But it, but it hit. It literally only hit one area. Yeah. Um. And and that can trickle out to other things and stuff. But this is something that has spread the world. The like, world it is. There's no place. I. You know. Anybody who tells me it's not in every state and every country, it's a lie. They're just not testing people right. You yeah. Know, that's why all the numbers in certain areas were so low at first because you weren't testing them. And New York just did a much better job of testing people up front. So that is. You know. We. This this is hitting everyone, and it's financially hitting everybody. I mean, I I guess if you're if you you own a supermarket chain, or I guess Walmart's doing fine, you know, probably yeah. those places I guess are doing okay. Like this is going to benefit them, or even Netflix probably not because Netflix is losing a lot in production side, but. It, it, this hits everybody. This really absolutely hits everyone. We, there's nothing in history. I mean, even at, we keep referring back to the um, the Spanish flu, but it was very different times. Yeah, it was like the early night, the early 1900s, right, where like, people <laughs> there was no there, there there was none of what we experience right. nowadays. And but I, I in, in going back to wanting to be the escapism for people, that is what our job is in the entertainment industry. So I, you know, I keep thinking about like a Broadway HD and, and like streaming, um, stage performances and, and things, and, and, and like what you're doing on Facebook with, with the stage department of ATB and having, um, you know, cabarets, um, be, be things that, that we can all experience online, people doing live streaming, things like that. I don't know how that can be something that can be our livelihood, but I feel like it, on, on a positive swing, I feel like in terms of the stage performers, that can be something, there's something to that, you know, to, to, to be a light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know what that is, but. I, I think more than anything though, and that's why, you know, you refer to, uh, we do with, within the stage department specifically, we've been meeting every day online through a Zoom room, and then we broadcast it as well, uh, what we're calling office hours, and we just get everybody together, and we sort of let them ask any questions they want, and we, some people have questions about auditions or what they could be doing or working on the reels. Some people are, like, asking questions about unemployment. Have you guys done this? Have you done that? And it, as much as I want it to be an informative thing for everybody, that they can get something that way out of it, and much like also you mentioned the cabarets that we're doing, mm-hmm. um, at the end, I just want people to have a place to go. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what it's come more about than anything else. That Like even today at the beginning of our office hours that I did just before this, it was... We, we were joking about watching different things on, on Netflix and what people did, and you know, and it was really just a, a group of like 30 or 40 of us that were just kind of laughing with each other. And that, to me, was the most important thing. You yeah. Know, that was just getting this way and, and, and being able to share with each other and talk with one another and, and, and make that open. And I made the comment today, which is true. I've talked to more people since this has happened, this has started than I have probably in the last five years combined. I know that's, that's a good part of it. I mean, it's a good, a good ripple effect. My best friends and I got on a zoom room the other night and just drank together and talked about stuff and we haven't done that in I mean years like you know even in person we haven't done it we live in the same town you know I, I have done a lot more of that because I think we're afraid of just and we should be 
uh, sitting alone, you know? Yes, absolutely. And, and again, it's different from, like you said, early 1900s with the Spanish flu. We didn't have any of these things. (laughs) Exactly. If you were in the middle of nowhere, you might not even know it was happening right now. We are so oversaturated with the, the social media and the TVs and the, this and the, that, that like one can lose their mind like very, very quickly. Yeah. So uh, for me, and I had a client just before I got on with you, who was like, Hey, I'm really worried. I don't have enough content for everyone's talking about making their real. And I don't really have enough content to make my real. And I was like, forget your real, just don't stop it. Like, I know you want to try to be productive and you feel, but you're also now starting to feel like you're behind. Like, Hey, did you wake up this morning? Awesome. That's all I care about. Exactly. Did you take a shower? You didn't? Okay, fine. (laughs) Are you eating? I need to make sure you're eating. Like what, these are the things I write. You need to think about like your personal health, your soul, your like your mind and your, the, the balance that you're, you're getting out of it. And I'm not like, I'm not that person. I'm not a Zen person. Like that's not me, but like that to me is the most important thing that I think we all need to be working on. So when we get out of this, we are ready to go. Like yeah. we're ready for what to, to pounce again and to adjust to what is going on. Yeah. You know, because it no matter what, even if every even if we know we get a day that they literally let's say they find a vaccine and everyone in the country, the world takes the vaccine, which we a whole nother podcast (laughs) vaccine and we eradicate this for good. It's gone. The world will have changed. Yeah, it's, it is, it's, you're right. Be different, you know, and we have to be prepared for that and be able to adjust, you know, and, and that's what I, that's what's most important to me right now with these kids is really making sure that they will get through it. And it's, and yeah, and you hit the nail on the head in terms of like, you know, I I understand the ambition and I understand the want and the need to to move forward and be be, um, productive every day and all that stuff. But like, you know, give yourself a break. Like you have to do that. You have to give yourself a break. You have to stop trying to spin your wheels and just realize that some days maybe you're just, you just decide that you can take a shower or you can take a deep breath or whatever it is and center yourself. You don't do a damn thing. Exactly. Like, and I, and, and I know those of us in the entertainment industry, I am, I am one of those people. I've always been, I, I've always felt like I need to have like each day has to be productive for me. Mm-hmm. And my husband is really great about being like, stop doing so much. And this is like before coronavirus, like this is just me trying to center myself. So in terms of all of those artists and actors out there who it is self-motivation, that's what drives your business. Like just take it easy and just chill a little bit. And the, the desire to create. Yeah. Because that is what we do. Yeah, exactly. And even if it's someone else's material, we're still creating and we are still giving that art. And and it's amazing to see the amount of cabarets and and classes people are teaching and taking and dance classes I've seen online and videos that people are making at home, uh, fun stuff, or thank goodness for uh, the TikTok or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever the kids are doing. The kids. Yeah. But so I, I, I do understand that. Like, I get it. That's who we are in nature, but also at the same time, we're also the first people to forget about our personal health. Oh my God. Of course. You know, I mean, we've both been there running from a show to this next show to doing something between to do like, that's, that's how we're conditioned. Cause that's what we have to, that's what we had to do to survive. And now it's very hard to put on the brakes and just go, well, yeah. Wait, like you have to just wait. So I love the creativity that's coming out of it. I love that people are going out there and doing stuff. And and honestly, in the end, it doesn't matter who's watching. Like it almost doesn't. It's it's for them. It's for you, yeah. But yeah, if you're stressing about it or it's 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 something that's becoming difficult, it's not worth it right now. It's just not like because this is not going to be over tomorrow. Like, I know. You know, they're saying this could be the the peak week. This could be the most you know 
detrimental week of of the whole thing. We don't know. Like that's what they're they're predicting. But we could. I I mean I've heard the most random dates spouted out of when this could be over. When we could, you know, stop the stay at home stuff. But it could. I mean. God forbid it could be six months before yeah. we're allowed to socialize again. And I, I mean, I for sure will not have a business by that point. I probably won't be in my house anymore. Like, Toyota <laughs> will probably come and take me <laughs> But I can't think about it. Right yeah, now. Like, I know. I have to live this one day at a time thing um, because... Every also every day it's changing. You know? it, it is day by day, and sometimes hour by hour. And I I do find that um, what I said at the beginning of this talk, at this the beginning of this episode, I was talking about like I sometimes have to just forget. Like I I watch the news in the morning. I'll get you know uh, you know my 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 Cuomo. Um, <laughs> I'll watch him because I, you know, I lived in New York for 18 years. And so my heart is there. And I, I got to tell you, hearing about all, all of New York, uh, when it first was spiking and everything was, was being talked about and the amount of, um, fear there and shutting that city down, I had to go in the bathroom and just cry. Like I, I had to just go and let it out. And, and then I turned off the television and I was like, you know what? I have to, just focus on, I'm going to read my kids a book, or I'm going to listen to, um, some beautiful music and, and clean my kitchen or something or anything just to try to have some sort of normalcy because you're right. We don't know when this is going to be over and we can literally, um, drive ourselves mentally crazy thinking about all of the what ifs and not having control and not having an idea and worrying about losing everything that, that means something to us, losing our business, our house, our, our cars, all that stuff. Um, and it's, it, the stress and the, the anxiety and the adrenal levels that your body can go through is just too much. It really is, um, so on, <laughs> on that note, I'm trying to, to find something, uh, positive to, you know, aside from creating as artists, you know, um, something positive to do, you know, and to, to be a part of. And I think, you know, every day, like you said, your Zooms with the agency are great. And I'm sorry I haven't been on there yet. <laughs> I need to get my butt on there. It's not a for us, it's not a requirement, too. We see we do see a lot of the same faces every day. Yeah. Every day that I see somebody new there, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm really glad they came and joined us today. And I always make the joke when, I, when, it, when, pe when people can go back and watch it. I said, listen, I don't want to interrupt your day. I know you all have a very tight schedule. Like, even when you asked me to do this, and I was like, I don't know. Let me check my schedule. Well, I was supposed to do pudding at 11 and jello at 11.45. I could probably squeeze something in. But at the same time, if you don't, you don't show up. Like, it's you're not missing anything. Like, seriously, we're just, you know, Bob and I have known each other. We went to college together. We're just two goons getting on and chatting with each other and making stupid jokes and, you know, whatever and letting the... The, the clients just sort of chat with each other and have some sort of interaction with one another. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's the thing too. Everybody needs to just live today. Mm -hmm. That is really, really the thing. And, and the, uh, the thing that sort of also gets me through it um, is it's one thing if, you know, I had something turn on my business and I was trying to get by and I, I you know, Everyone is going through this. Yeah. There is, there is nobody that is not being affected by what's happening. You know, uh, people are not going to be able to pay their bills if they can now, you know, they may not tomorrow. They may not have yesterday. We're all going through it. Yeah. Every single person is going through it, you know, and it's just, we, we all have to understand that and put it in again. If I lost my job, it doesn't affect everybody else. I have to figure out me, but in the end, we've all lost our jobs. We've all been put on this break and we have, we will figure it out together. We will. And it's strangely, it's strangely unifying. You know, I think that our community, um, in the entertainment industry, um, we are, we are, people who are, are already super close from what we do, you know, being in a, um, you know, you, you, like, like you said, you and Bob went to school together years ago and it's like, I feel like the community of, 
um, you know, people who are in musical theater or film and television or whatever, like you have this kind of strange bond because we all are those, you know, we all have that creative, um, thing about us. And, but, but you're right. Like where, where this business can be, or, or life sometimes can be focused on yourself and like, I lost my job or I'm having this issue or whatever. Like, it is very strange to realize that everybody, like everyone's experience, I'm sure is different, but everybody's going through this. And for some weird positive way, it is unifying. Mm-hmm. I feel, you know, it's hard to feel, you know, there, there are things that can happen to us as individuals, life changes, job loss, you know, whatever, divorce, marriage, whatever. There are a lot of things that you go through and it's, it's your, it's your burden. I guess marriage is not a burden, but they're, they're, <laughs> these, are your, these are your things to handle on your own. There is something to be said about I'm not going through this alone. And, and it may not be even the people I, the fact that I know people that are going through it, it's everyone. I drive down my street at night. I have seen more people outside walking in my neighborhood than I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Um, but I know they're all going through the exact same thing. They're not walking. Uh, okay. Maybe some of them are walking to get healthy. They're walking to just get outside. Yeah. To just, I, I, I'll say this. I have, I have played more outside games with my daughter, more board games. I have read more books. I have, I have watched more movies with my daughter snuggling. Like I've done more than I have ever done because we were all doing this together. This is all collectively going through this and getting these opportunities that we may not have chosen to, and some of them are terrible and some of them are great, but we're all doing it. We're all together in it. And that there is something very, um, I think it's the one thing that's kept me from like losing my mind or I'm not going to say I'm not already depressed, but like (laughs) slipping into this, like, I can't wake up in the morning type. Yeah. Like that's the one thing that it's just like, okay, you know what? Get up because you have to like, you know, it's just like, you know, I still shower every day. I have no qualms of someone who doesn't like, you know, that's just me. It's because it's always my routine, but it's like, we're all like this. Like, you know, I, I, sometimes I get dressed in the morning and go, Oh, I don't, I (laughs) really have any, anywhere to go. You know, on Saturday, my daughter was like, daddy, can I stay in my jammies today? And I was just like, no. Oh, yeah. Sure. I know, which is, it's, okay. okay. You know, and if you see someone walking down the street in their pajamas, you're, normally you'd be like, what is wrong with that person? But now you're just like, good for you. Just like, yes, we're going through this. Do you focus on you? But there's something very comforting. Uh, and, and it's hard to be comforting in these times, but there's something to be said and comforting over the fact that we're not alone. Yeah, you're, you're so right. And all of that, you know, I wonder how the children are going to remember this time because my kids are four and seven and I am reading to them more. We are doing board games, all the things you said, we're playing outside, we're, we're doing chalk drawings in front of our house. We, we went outside and, um, before it's now raining, but we did a, a few days ago and we wrote on the sidewalk messages for the people who are walking in our neighborhood. And we wrote like, you know, um, we're all in this together, be kind, be safe. Um, you know, just little messages that my, my boys and I wanted to write. And it was so lovely. And, and I, I just, sometimes I think from their perspective, what that must be like, and they, they actually do help to get me up in the morning. And some days I shower yesterday, I decided to put on makeup. I don't know why, because I thought it was just fun. (laughs) It's like, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing whatever it is to, to help balance that. But do you, do you wonder what, how your daughter is going to remember this time? Yeah, a a lot of uh, minus seven. So, you know, I, she's having, she is having a hard time not being at school. Yeah. You know, and I make fun of her because of the child who, who she finally just got into that. I don't like school. <laughs> yes. It's like, it happens this early. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we got a couple more years before that started, but she's now in this very much like I miss school. Like I really, really, I, I love school and I want to go back to school. Um, I do wonder how, 
and how, what, how this will affect her and how it will. Because we also, as parents, need to be careful that once we get back into the the norm, mm-hmm. we can't just cut stuff off. You know, yeah. we, you know, we've been doing, you know, uh, we're a big, we're, my wife is a wonderful cook and I I can put stuff together and I can borrow it and all that, but we're a family that eats out all the time. Like we just, we love restaurants. We love going out. Yeah. We have, well, one, we haven't gone out to a restaurant. We've brought in like twice this whole time. We have literally spent every night cooking in the kitchen, sitting down at the table and eating, playing a game after dinner. You know what I mean? Like doing stuff, taking a walk after dinner as the family. Yeah. And, and when we get back to those busy times where no, I got to get, oh no, I've got this contract I'm negotiating. Okay, let's, let's run out to dinner. When we get back, I'll put Sophie down and then I'll, you know, go do this work. We have to be careful that we don't just stop it because the kids, they don't, I mean, I don't know what at age, what age level the kids will even remotely understand truly what we're going through. Yeah. I'm, I know they are noticing the uptick in family time mm-hmm. and you know as much as they're bored or at times you know and there's just times that you know on, on one day last weekend Sophie was just like can we go outside and play and I was like no <laughs> COVID or no not COVID I just like, don't no. feel like it right now like I'm sorry maybe later but this was one of the first times that I could say maybe later and actually later we got up and went outside and played like, yeah you know so I it is going to be interesting how this affects them and we do and what they remember from this. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we have to also be careful not just to stop it. Exactly. That's going to affect them even worse because then they're going to be like, okay, we're out of this and we're in what daddy says is better times, but it's not better for me. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and I, and, but, but I agree with you that the positive side of it is that we do get more time with them, but they are just like us missing their friends. They're missing that, that interaction, that social interaction. And they're doing, you know, my, my kids are doing that on, um, kids messenger on Facebook and and they're doing, yeah. And they're doing uh, FaceTime and things like that. And, and, you know, they're getting that virtual connection but um it's not the same it's It's, yeah granted if it were the same then none of us would be complaining about this because we'd all just be able to do whatever we wanted to do from home and be totally fine with it exactly there is something about being around somebody and especially as um, uh, i sort of remember because it was you know a few years ago being at that age they love going outside and playing they love playing pretend with a friend who's right there Mm -hmm. you know we get to a point when we get older that those things start to fade away. But in this innocence, this childhood innocence that they have, they really love to do those things. And we have taken that away from them. Um, I do find it funny. I don't know if you're watching your kids on messenger, the conversations <laughs> they have on messenger. Yes. I'm like, seriously, you are not talking about any, like, what are you guys doing? No, granted, I'm sure I did those on my phone time, um, when I was, you know, in middle school because we didn't have any sort of phones. Yeah, exactly. I mean, other than the landline that we all shared, but, um, it, you know, but there is, there's, they're missing that, that major interaction. Again, it, thank God, I don't know what the kids in 1915 did in 1917. The Spanish flu, yeah. They couldn't get on Messenger, um, you know, so, but these, you know, at least the kids are seeing, they're seeing some of those faces, but it's not the same. It's just not the same at all. And, and, and I don't think it's possible, at least as young as our children are, to really wrap your head around, you know, because at first my daughter knew about it. And she started this very panicky, oh, my God, am I going to get sick? Am I going to die? Is Are you going to get sick? So we had to quickly turn around to sort of lessen what it was a little bit. Yeah. To relieve her personal fears of it happening to her and, you know, try to just parent her for that. But so it, I don't think they can really understand the magnitude of sort of what there is. And I don't I never watch the news with her around it's I mean yeah we don't either it's a circus anyway so it (laughs) you know any of that but you know it's 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 tough for them it really really is um I mean the the social emotional the financial all of the effects of this we're not going to know we're just not going to know for for a while and um and you know taking taking some positivity away from 
you know, this episode, this moment in our lives, like I always try to find, a. am always like, <laughs> as my friends call me the Pollyanna, and I try to find some silver lining to everything. Um, you know, I think, I think our connection is really what's going to uh, get stronger. I hope uh, at the end of this, I, I hope that our friendships and family, one would hope that that would get stronger. Um, our connection with our children or our pets or whatever, whoever you have at home. Um, you know, I, I just, um, I, I try not to, and I'm, I, I can be very empathetic to everybody in my normal, you know, at a normal time. And I feel like I have to really protect myself and not, um, worry too much about everybody, you know, not worry too much about everyone's safety and are they okay? And, and like you said, you know, just take care of yourself in this time. I feel like that is really good advice. Um, and it's important. Yeah. You know, that's the, it's the one thing you're going to have when this is over, (laughs) you know, you may not have that job, but you got you and you've got to make sure that you, you know, uh, I, I mean, like, uh, listen, let's see how much weight we can gain during this time. Like, what, <laughs> if, you're enjoy, if you're enjoying doing it and all that, and you're you're in a good place, then then that's what is the most important thing with all of this. Yeah, and honestly, really, like when I when I get down to, I can't figure out what I can be grateful for in this moment or whatever. I you know I I sadly think about uh, you know I'm not I'm not dying. I'm not. I'm not on a ventilator. I'm not, or I'm not having to decide who is on a ventilator. All of these things and these people that are experiencing a very different um, life right now than I am, I really go back to the bare bones of I'm alive. Right. And that is, that's, that is the goal of the day is to stay healthy and alive. Honestly, I mean, it's, it, it seems really simple and, um, silly, but in this time, it, it's what you need to go back to, right? I mean, the success is that you made it through another day and woke up the next one. Like that's, yeah, that's really that's the yeah because there are there are people that are horribly sick right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there there are doctors and nurses and people that are working their tails off to keep people well and getting sick themselves and yeah, like and and then you know worried about spreading it to their families and like this is just like we have to be grateful for what we do have individually and make sure that we are, we're focusing on, you know, our own personal inner health and our own personal well beings, you know, and stay the home so that those people can go do what they have to do so they can stay healthy and we stop spreading it with all that, but like just really focus on you and, 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 and that you're, you know, safe and, and, and sane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sending you so much love and I, I want, I want you to be back on this podcast when we're not talking about COVID-19. Absolutely. <laughs> we can Absolutely. talk about other happy stuff Let's and talk about all the fun things and all of the thriving things that are going to happen in your business. I'm, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there. I don't, you know, like I always say, I have to have some kind of positive thing that I'm sending towards you. Um, Appreciate it. and, uh, you know, I adore you and I, I just, I, I'm, I'm always just wishing the best for you and, and anybody listening to this episode. Um, yeah, like you said over and over again, take care of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And your families and your families. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Of course. Thank you, Meredith. (laughs) Of course. To support this podcast or make a donation, visit anchor.fm slash confessions of an actress and be sure to follow us on Instagram at confessions of an actress. And the best way to support this podcast is to share it on your social media platforms. So like it, share it and go to iTunes and give us a rave review. I really appreciate it. And remember, especially now more than ever, have vision for what you want, but be grateful for where you are every single day. Sending you love and thank you so much for listening. Thank you.